All right, this is Kat Sansik with the Revenue Accelerator, and it's about five questions in however much time I decide I want to take up, where entrepreneurs making over six figures share what's working and what's not, and because, well, people will pay attention for as long as the conversation's good, so let's just jump right in. In a sentence or two, tell us about yourself, yes, you, and what results you help your clients achieve. Yeah, so Jane Dewar, um, two companies. One is Global Experts Accelerator. The other one is called Smart Biz Quiz. And I've done this for 33 years, Kat. So, um, you know, 33 years, seven businesses. We've seen it all. Yeah, and at the heart of all of that is really that, you know, in that first business way back in 1987, mastering the sales process was absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. Never in all the business started. What? Never. You still have to master the sales process even now? <laughs> back then? The most important thing. I will say like, ah, oh, so much more than so many of the bells and whistles that are out there. If mm. you master sales and cre- can create revenue on demand, mm. it's what you're teaching, Kat, right? Yeah able to turn on the revenue spigot whenever you need that, you're, you're in, you know, you, you, you've really jumped the biggest hurdles. So I would say out of all of the things that we teach, you know, just as a side note, global experts accelerator for people who want to go into e-learning and take their content online, all of that is there. But where I like to start people is really mastering the sales process, which is where you are completely aligned. So what I would say is what, what makes our approach to sales a little bit different is we have a tendency to support people in putting the spotlight on the prospect early on in the sales process. You know, right now the problem with our industry is what it is. I would call a guru centered exchange. Right. I'm half rolling my eyes cause I'm not trying to make it obvious that I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so think about it. I mean, everything right now and has been, you know, it's all about the guru. Look at me. This is how I, this is how I solve your problem. Here's how great I am. Mm-hmm. What we do is we, we, we switch it very early on in the courting process and we make it prospect centered. And we do that by helping experts, coaches, speakers, trainers, authors create an online assessment that mirrors their eventual offer. So that online assessment is measuring the prospect as to where they are in their path in relation to what it is that they offer. So Here's like the ninja hack. And I'm super excited that your people get to hear about this because I think it's a missing piece for probably 99% of the people out there. Yeah. Is in order for you to really build an immediate, right? You talked about, you know, what, by the way, Kat said, you know, let's teach them how to get to the revenue the fastest possible, right? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in nine minutes, no problem. Uh, but if you think about it, there's an adage, it's, it's I think the fifth of um, Stephen Covey's seven success habits. Mm-hmm. And that is seek first to understand mm-hmm. and to be understood. Yep. So when you're using an assessment, it's, it's based on that core principle. So the moment that person runs across, you know, your path, maybe it's in it's social media, maybe it's at an event, maybe you're speaking. Uh, what we want to do is we want to learn as much about them as possible in order for us to have that courting process, that getting to know engagement process as aligned with what they need as we possibly can. So we're not spewing information that's irrelevant or not appropriate for where they are in the path. Does that make yeah, sense? no, absolutely. I mean, and I talk about that as it relates to relationships and that's exactly what you're talking about when you say courting, which is what I love. Um, and we're very mm-hmm. aligned with our philosophies and our approaches where I talk a lot about how it is not about, and we, <laughs> 
as a woman, I'm sure you've experienced this too, where a guy kind of asks you out, but it's like, it's akin to like being like, Hey, you want to go on a date? And you're like, maybe. And then they go, how about we go to, you know, my best friend's wedding? And I'm like, no, creepo. Right. And that's what's happening online, especially with these gurus who are, you know, maybe it works for them. I doubt it does, but they're teaching these strategies of going right for the sale and just churn and burn and forget the person. It's all about getting the credit card, super masculine approach, right? Not saying that men necessarily do it, but it's a masculine energy and shifting that from this more of a feminine approach. And I'm not talking about the divine feminine. Don't get me started on that. But in terms of how do you get to know somebody? Because it's not just about taking their money. It's about understanding as to whether or not your solution will actually serve them. And they have to have certain personality characteristics and certain values that align. And that's why I love that you talk about doing an assessment. And my biggest question with that is, um, how do you get people to take the assessment? Now, I know people are naturally curious, but I'd love to hear your, you know. Well, it's a creative call to action. So I would say we built hundreds and hundreds of assessments with our clients and one of the calls to action. So calls to action is the big key, whether, you know, no matter what platform you're in. Absolutely. Phrase that we use, and I want to make sure I, I loop back because I want to make sure people understand the context of where it's used. But the phrase that we use is, you know, let's say for relationship. So click here and find out where you're on track in your relationship and what missing pieces may be holding you back, mm. maybe causing the angst or in business. Click here and find out where you're on track in business and find out which missing pieces are keeping you from having the income that you want. So that's the framework, the call to action that we use no matter what niche it's in. But I want to give them some context. So if you're listening and you're taking notes, which I hope you are, if you're driving, just... You better be. Or yeah, if you're not, if you're driving. (laughs) Pull over. (laughs) You look at the sales process from beginning to end. For the first moment a person sees you all the way to the yes, we we put it into the three phases, which is attract, engage, and enroll. Mm. Right now we're talking about the attract stage. And the attract stage is that powerful call to to action that's different than anybody else's out there. It's not click here and get my 10 tips. Oh, there's a, there's a place for those lead magnets. Right. You want to have them go directly to the assessment. We found that that call to action is effective and also a really quick, uh, excuse me, video. When yeah. you have a video on your landing page and you're developing that relationship. So then we get to this next relationship building piece cap, which is so interesting. Of course, we want to know who's there. And in our world, you can actually push that data into a CRM so you can determine, are they a beginner, intermediate, or advanced? Are they highly committed? There's all sorts of things that we can do in that assessment. But the thing that creates the magic and where the the connection really kicks in is that we give them the gift of self-awareness. And I got to tell you, this was a huge surprise. We first designed this tool for us to refine our own our own sales process when I was kind of, I, I turned all the, I mean, sales conversations over to my team mm. and they needed a tool to do what I was doing intuitively. They needed a tool to be yeah. able to navigate. So what was interesting is when a person in the privacy of their own home or office goes through and what we're doing is we're having them assess where they are on a scale of one to 10 in each of these areas. Yep. Each of these areas is related to the impact that you as a coach or consultant can give them. What happens is, is there's an intimacy that's kind of created because they're going to a place of awareness in some things that they never even saw were important. Mm. So whether it's a 10 statement assessment, which is a quickie, or it's a deeper dive, which is where we have the assessment mirror their client path, that act of taking them to a place of awareness brings them to the place of home. You know, no wonder this isn't working. (laughs) 
challenges because all of these places I'm scoring myself in a three and a four. Mm. Right? So, so that's one of the key pieces in developing a relationship is giving them that gift of awareness, taking them to that place where, you know, if you've ever been on a discovery session, Kat, you know, without this kind of tool in front of that discovery session, oftentimes you're spending 15, 20 minutes just getting to yep. understand where are those missing pieces? What's the pain point? Yep. Absolutely. Oh my God. You're there automatically from the get-go. Well, you're making better use of everybody's time, right? Because one, once that self-awareness comes around, essentially what happens is, is, so I talk about there's three phases that people, you know, kind of go to, to get to the yes. So the first phase is, is really being, you know, um, problem aware. They, they may not even know. There's people out there who are like, everybody's got a problem, but me, no one wants to talk to you. Um, right. But then there's that place where you're like, all right, something's going on and I need to fix it. I don't know what it is, but there's a problem here. And then they go to the next phase, which is they become solution aware. So they're like, all right, I have a problem. There's a solution. I'm looking at different people. Maybe I'm looking at different ways to solve this problem. And then the final phase is where someone becomes product aware. So where they start specifically looking at a very, you know, two or three individuals that can provide them the solution. And if you can get that person from this, from I've got a problem to I need a solution right to that product aware of, hey, this assessment really made me understand certain things about myself. And I realized that I have a problem and I need to solve it. Let me look at what this uh, chick or this guy does uh, to see exactly. if they can support me. And what it's doing is, is it's helping you pre-sell the person before they even get on the call, before the discovery process even happens. And I'm going to give that two thumbs up because yeah. that serves okay. everybody to be able to get to that place faster. Because at the end of the day, you want to know whether someone wants to buy from you or not faster. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're so here let's, to let's serve to that. Yeah. yeah. So like, I do want to, I want to make sure we give a little bit of time to the discovery session because we've got yeah. a couple of hacks that I think your people will like. Yeah. I will say, here's the thing about getting them on the discovery session. So, so what we know is no matter what your business model is, especially in the early stages, you want to master the art of the high ticket selling, which is why you and I are so aligned in our philosophy. But here's the challenge. How many of you have given your precious time? You get on the phone, you schedule at least an hour and you know in the first five minutes, there's no way. They're not interested. They're not committed. They're not interested in investing. So this was a big challenge when I handed my sales over to my team cat. So what we did is we, we programmed the software that creates these assessments. Mm. Actually assess the commitment level. Yes. So we asked three questions. This is like magic. I have to tell you, it, it, that this alone can double a person's closing rate because you won't get, you'll only get on the phone with people who are highly committed. So here's what we do. We ask three questions in the assessment, right? One question is, it's really around my commitment level. So I'm highly committed to find out what's holding me back in my business, mm. right? 100% committed. On a scale of one to 10, where are you? Eh, okay, maybe three. Sometimes, you know, I will say like, we're looking for the people who are eight, nine, 10. Right. The question we ask is, um, I highly value the opportunity to hop on a call and explore next steps. Mm. One to two, 10. Then the final one is, if I come across the solution, I'm open and willing, I'm willing and able to invest in getting support. Yes. So imagine this. So what happens is our, our magical little software, what it does is it customizes the autoresponder that the person gets after the assessment. If the person, you can set your commitment score. We have our set pretty high. It has to be a 25 or higher for the three. Mm-hmm. 25 out of 30, but for someone who's just early stages and all I need to do is practice, we can set the commitment score lower. So Kat, what happens is in the high commitment, 
the invitation to get on a call is included in the email that says, hey, I want to commend you on your commitment level. You're just the kind of people we love connecting with. Here's my scheduling link. If the commitment score is low, we don't give that. We don't give them the option. We, we make a decision ourselves. We put them into a nurture campaign. Mm-hmm. Right there. And then they're also tagged so that you know, as soon as you see that high commitment come through, those are the people that you want to spend your time with. Yep. If you're going to give them that time, you want to make sure that they're highly committed. So that alone can automatically increase not only getting people on people's calendar, which can be a challenge, but making sure that the people who are there are open and committed and the kind of people you would want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's the same as, you know, fruit on a tree, right? Which is you want to make sure that you're picking the, the ripest fruit that is ready to be picked and ready to be consumed. And not saying that we're going to eat our clients, but y'all can follow <laughs> along here. But if we try to pick the fruit, right. And then we are tugging on it. One, we may risk damaging the tree because we're tugging on it and we may break the limb or whatever it's on. But the thing is, is that that, that fruit isn't ready. And it's not in service to really try to push or make that fruit readier by, you know, talking or trying to, you know, throw things at it that it's not ready to to consume and leaving it on the tree. And again, continuing to nurture it, continuing to provide nutrients gets that, that person to a place where they then become a better ideal client later down the road. And I love that strategy of being able to say, Hey, let's see who's ready now right? So that we're serving our clients. It's not about saying, no, you're not good enough. It's about saying, no, you're not ready for me. And you don't want to drink directly from the fire hose, right? You have to put adapters on. And if you can't handle that level, then it's not in service of anybody for you to work with that person and, you know, releasing them also to potentially find their right person and not wasting their time. I think that's also a place of abundance mindset that a lot of people don't use when it comes to generating leads and closing clients is knowing that there's more people, you know, after there's that ability to say next, right? (laughs) Yeah. And what's interesting. So what I'll do is give people an opportunity to experience one of the assessments um, at the end here. But what I want you to be is mindful in the process of taking it Um, because, you know, Literally, what it does is it gives you an immediate snapshot of mm-hmm. where it is in the process, and so we're able to communicate based on what the need is, yeah. right? We're, you know, it's that one size fits all offer doesn't work these days, and so it allows you to actually see, okay, this person would be perfect for this thing that I have, or this product, exactly. or this package. So, yeah. So, um, so let's let's. I want to fast forward. So, it's a little bit of the engagement process. So, we, so we did attract some things to do on the attract end, and engage. It's where you, you really do personalize to some degree your communication based on where they are. We speak differently to people who either don't have a business or are in the early stages. Mm-hmm. Those who are in the you know, multi six and seven figures. So we, we have different ways of communicating with those people. But where the magic really starts to happen that was born in them taking this assessment is when the discovery session happens. Mm. As I said earlier, it's shortcuts. So because what you what used to take you 15 to 20 minutes to discover, even if you put a survey yeah. in front of a, you know, so some people put surveys, open-ended questions on the yeah. front of a discovery session. Mm-hmm. Here's why that's not as great as an assessment. Sometimes people can be pretty prolific and it can take you 10, 15 minutes just to get through it. Like, what is the point? They give you their life story yeah. versus with an assessment I can assess in a literally 60 seconds, I can go onto a call and know, okay, these are the missing pieces. This is what's happening for them. This is where they need to focus. I can do that in 60 seconds. Mm. And then 
we, we, so we do two things with the discovery session that is really quite different that no one really is doing. I, I love to teach it because it, it is a game changer is we bring the two technology tools into the discovery session. Mm. Of course is the assessment. Mm -hmm. So we teach to never get on a, a discovery call unless they've completed that assessment so that you have a, a finger on the pulse of where they are. The second thing we do Kat, is we, we create what we call a discovery session slide deck. Mm. So we teach a five, you talked to me a little bit, I think we're on the same page in terms of giving people a, a map to follow in that discovery session to make yeah. sure you discover the right information, that you're walking through people, you know, people through that process. So we actually mirror that in the discovery session slide deck. So there's mm. a, and at one point after the beginning of building the rapport, which is always the first step, we move straight into discovery and we use the assessment results to navigate the conversation. Mm. So what's cool is we've, especially in the deeper dive assessment cat, we've designed that assessment to mirror the client path that you take your people through. Mm. Yep. So, you know, if you, if you remember that there's kind of an awkward part of the sales conversation that's difficult for many people. And that is, okay, we've done that. We've done our discovery. We have a, a sense of what we need. We know that they're, you know, kind of have a need that we can fill. So we've done all that due diligence, letting them talk most and then, then it kind of turns the tide where it's time for us. If we think it's a good fit to talk about how we could work together. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people have a hard time communicating what that would look like and what yeah. the process is. Yep. So if you can imagine, let's say there's four sections of an assessment. Oftentimes it mirrors the four steps in the client relationship. Yep. So what you're able to do is actually show how your process would actually walk them through. And so where you're talking about where they're scoring themselves low, you'd be like, you know, so I see you score yourself low in these two areas. Well, this is what we dive into in the second step of our work together, whether mm -hmm. the second module of a course or the second phase of our coaching process. So it just, it helps people articulate what the transformation is and how you're going to be able to deliver on the promise that you're making when you make a sale. Right. Perfect. That's, yeah. I mean, um, what I love about this is, is this is leveraging technology in an intelligent way, right? It's not to shortcut yeah. as it relates to, you know, making money overnight as everyone likes to do, but it's about really, it, this is a way for you to support the client to get to that place of what is it that they really need in terms of support? Because sometimes what they think they need and what they actually need are two very different things. And so- yeah. You can get on the phone call and talk about what they want and then talk about what they need to do in order to get to that place of the desired result. And, uh, you know, we always talk about how, you know, where they are, where they want to go and your program and process kind of bridges those, that gap that's between those two locations. It's instantaneous. Yeah. Right. Especially, so I mean, it's great. We have some people who use this tool when they have people selling for them. We have people who've never sold before using the tool and finding a new level of comfort with the process because they've got these two pieces. So we're, in a way, we're, we're harnessing technology to deepen the relationship mm. is, is really what we're doing. So then so let, let's take to the end. Which and, what it usually does is the opposite. Is technology I tends know. to distance you from the relationship. But now look at that turning it on its head. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. I just, I'm, I'm so passionate. I've been, you know, the two businesses I, you know, really, we're, we're really committed in 2020 to get this into as many people's hands as possible because it's, it's a game changer. But so let me give you like a final little piece of what happens yeah. in the discovery session. And it is actually, you know, yeah, I've been teaching sales for decades, Kat, and um, actually in the 90s, um, in my second business, we conducted a, um, a study where we literally observed hundreds of sales conversations. Mm. 
And one of the most challenging parts is that final ask, the final invitation. So my clients sometimes <laughs> struggle too. We always have that like, uh, now what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the only way to be able to be successful at that final ask is to bring it back around. Mm. You ask that question to make sure you've got them in a place of possibility and hope because they have to believe that what they want is what you're helping them get to. Mm. Imagine we've gone through, and let's say in our case, you know, we have different kinds of assessments that will, you know, depending on what the scenario is. But in our business acceleration quiz, it really takes a look at all the different variations of where, the, you know, where they are in their path. And people may have had a conversation where they're scoring themselves low in some really crucial areas mm. of business. And so the magic wand question would be, Kat, I'll model it for you. Let's say we were at the end of our session. We, we saw where you're strong. We celebrated that. We looked at the pieces and looked at why you're scoring yourself low in some of those areas. And then the final question, Kat, is, you know, so Kat, like let's fast forward like three months from now, maybe six, three to six months from now. If you were to able to come back to this assessment and be able to score yourself at a level of eight, nine, or 10 in every single area, how do you think your business would be different? Mm. right? So it's the same. How would your relationship be different? If you, if you could score yourself at, at an eight, nine, and 10 in all these areas, how do you think, you know, your health would be right? right? So whatever that is, because what you're putting in the assessment is the promise of the work that you're going to do with them. And that's where I love working with people in terms of their client path, because when you've nailed that, then all of a sudden you take them to a place of possibility. And what would that mean to you? And then you get to take them down the happy place Yep. You get to take them into the clothes. So, well, at the end of the day, here's the thing. Most people just want to do the work that they love doing. Right. And that for the most part is not marketing and sales. <laughs> right. Let's be real. Um, yeah. They just want to do what they're good at. And so anything that helps you fast track that um, in a way that is really relationship based, because that's something that we're seeing a lot of people deviate from these days. And they're, I really see the trend coming back towards this of like building relationships, having real conversations. And what your tools do is help have real conversations because you, you know, even if you lied on the assessment and you put eights on everything inside, you know, that there's that, that thing <laughs> it's, 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 it, you know, it's going to come across, it's going to come out and still like it basically causes that person to go, even though I'm answering eight, I know that that's not really true. And so I know that's yeah. not where I need to work. And so no matter what happens, not that I think people go in there, but I think yeah. some people don't always want to admit, you know, where they are lacking. Um, and I'm just trying to think about what objections someone might throw up. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they're still going to show up for that phone call because they need support in that because they want to make that yeah. eight a 10. Um, yeah. Because most people aren't going to answer a 10 when it's really not a 10. It's funny. I find people are actually really hard on themselves. I mean, people, you know, because we do, we encourage them to be, it's, it's a truth teller and it's yeah. not to get real. It, the other thing that we did about a year ago to the software, we added the capacity to be able to off, to ask a couple open-ended questions. So mm. in addition to them doing that assessment, you can, we have a couple recommended questions that you ask. One is what's the biggest challenge that you're facing yeah. now, that kind of a thing. So we still have an opportunity for them to feel heard and be able to yeah. express because that's what we want to give all our prospects an opportunity to feel seen, heard, and understood. So we still have those open-ended questions. But it's the, the cool thing is, is because it's an assessment that's numerical, we can push that data into CRMs, we can do all sorts of cool things. 
if you're at that oh, point. Oh, gonna nerd out on data. <laughs> but that's yeah. another piece that a lot of people actually don't talk about, which is, you know, you're collecting data, you're doing all this stuff. Maybe you're not even tagging or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, the thing is, is that people aren't tracking and you need to be able to see, you know, if you look at two, I mean, this, this, this does all kinds of stuff beyond just getting people ready to have a really good discovery call. You can look at it and so this is just me nerding and being like, wow, if you're not getting enough calls booked, then you're not sending the right traffic to your assessment. And if you're not right. sending the right no. traffic to your assessment, what languaging are you using to attract your ideal client? So it gives a lot of ahas, not only for the people who are taking the assessment, but for the coach, consultant, or entrepreneur who is using the assessment to see if their marketing is actually working too. Right. So here's an interesting thing. I, I got to tell you, um, this is a perfect example of what we're doing as a company. So we're, we, whenever we launch um, a program, a new program, we like to do what we call an inner circle launch, which is just a small group of people, highly invested. They get tons of one-on-one -on -one support. We call it an inner circle launch. And then we, then we go public with that program after we do the inner circle. Well, I don't want to go to my whole list for the inner circle launch because I want to go public. So we're able to go into my database, Kat. We found 400 people who either one of two things, they either scored a, a low in the sales section. There's a sales and marketing section. Mm -hmm. assessment. So we know they scored a low, so we know they don't have the pieces in place and they need this. Or we can go to another thing that we've done where we profiled, where they said, I want to learn how to increase my closing rate from discovery sessions. So we're only going to go out to 400 people for this launch to find those individuals because we really don't need to go out to more because we know every single person that's at the other end of that email they know that it's a problem for them. We know it's a problem for them. So let's just get together and find a solution. So it also, um, you know, because people are just slamming their list. Yeah. Being offers for stuff that's not relevant. And so well, they're I'm, using the same piece of bait for everybody instead of segmenting. And this is a great way to have data-driven segmentation versus self-selection segmentation, which both of them work, but to have this real data, right? Of this is how someone honestly answered when, you know, behind closed curtains, no one was show, no one was, you know, looking and really asking, you know, this is where I need help and being able to target a specific offer for where they needed support. That yeah. is just, you know, sell them what they want. And a lot of people don't do that. They try to have one thing and they force feed it to someone. And it's not always that's, that that's what's needed. Sometimes you can break pieces off to really serve the person and being able to get them the results that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, so here's a little cool. other tangential question. I love it. Let's go um, down that <laughs> What are you seeing in terms of marketing that is and isn't working for people um, out in the field hmm. right now? I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting. It depends on where you, what your goal is. Are you list building or are you selling a product? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think in the, the sale of the product, the launch process, um, in my opinion, this kind of gets me a little over on the e-learning side, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm really, I'm on a mission to get people to no longer do what we call a beta launch or a pilot. Mm -hmm. You know, because what you're doing in a pilot or a beta launch is you're basically saying, hey, I'm kind of testing this content. Can you just pay a little bit and come in and give me your opinion? Like, there's no, you know, right there, you've killed your credibility. You've, you've already set them up. To, you've attracted the wrong kind of people. It's yeah. just, it's so, it's so frustrating. So the key is just first time out, build the program that you know is going to deliver. You know, we do whole e-learning piece of teaching people how to develop the content. So what we want to do is do an inner circle launch and an mm. inner circle launch. Literally it's anywhere between 12 to 18 people. Um, the packages, they get the whole, you know, they get whatever content you're delivering. We like to do online content. 
They're getting Q&A calls with you as a group, and they're also getting some one-on-one. -on -one. And what the, what the Inner Circle launched of Cat is, number one, you've already set the value of what you're offering high because they're getting a lot of you. You're also, you're going to have 90 to 100% completion. Right. What our clients are tracking because they're so highly vested. And then you're also going to get your case study. So those are the three benefits of doing an Inner Circle. Also, just it's high revenue. Typically, an Inner Circle is anywhere between 24 and 36,000 in revenues because yeah. you're often, you know, right off the bat, going for it and you're targeting very specific people so yeah and you get some amazing case studies and so the case studies then when you do the public launch which we're going to do in about april after the book is out that that public launch will have these really cool case studies because we will have had that one-on-one -on -one really let's let's you know in the trenches lock arms kind of thing so yeah i would say that you know in the early stages you know there's the product launch formula there's all these different formulas mm -hmm. but just go for the inner circle, go for the one-on-one the -on -one relationship. And, and Absolutely. And 100%. So last question real quick. Um, if you had one kind of piece of advice to help someone increase their close ratios um, pretty drastically, uh, whatever that looks like, basically to increase their close ratios, what would that piece of advice be? Yeah. So you think about the closes at the end of the process, that mm -hmm. you know, attract, engage, and enroll. And so the number one thing to be able to to increase your closing ratio is for you to have the rest of the, of the process nailed down. You know, it's, I would say that there's no more important skill for you to develop as an entrepreneur. It should be the first thing before you learn Facebook, before you do anything out there is learn how to sell and, and, and embrace a whole new relationship with it. A lot of people have some funky energy selling process. Some, a lot of people, like most yeah. everyone has funky energy so, when it comes to selling. <laughs> here's a thought, you know, when I was teaching sales way, way back when, what we discovered is something called the values disconnect. Mm. The values disconnect is when we would do the research and we would ask them, people would say, you know, well, it just feels out of alignment with my values. Mm. So they were thinking that sales, they don't want to feel pushy. They don't want to look desperate. They don't want to, you know, sleazy, all that stuff comes up. And so part of what we need to do is create a, a conscious shift around the perception and the relationship to selling. And where we've seen 400% increase, increase in sales is where the person's kind of has this light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, like not only is it not out of alignment with my values, when, the, when that discovery session, the ultimate goal, when that's conducted in a way that delivers value and helps a person feel seen, heard, understood, go to a place of possibility, that they actually realize, holy moly, it's actually an expression. It's one of the greatest expressions of my values. So that's when the shift happens because, you know, we resist something because if you ask someone to do something that's out of alignment with one's values, they'll do it a little bit, but they don't, won't do it well and they won't do it long. Mm. So if we can create that shift where they're actually, oh my God, this is an expression of my values. And for our clients, it becomes like the favorite thing for them to do are discovery sessions. Letting go of the outcome, just knowing that if we get on the right, uh, get on the phone with the right people, with the right us, yeah. it's going to happen. And it just becomes fun. I mean, let's not forget that sales can be fun and that's an energy and that's an exchange. And it's all about confidence and all that great stuff. Um, Jane, how can people get, um, you know, in touch with you, learn more about you? I know you've got an amazing gift that you want to share with everyone. And I'd love for you to yeah. share that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to, of course, I'm, what I'm going to do is have you guys experience the very thing that we're talking about. Woo. I know. So I want to send you to the businessaccelerationquiz.com. So businessaccelerationquiz.com. 
And what you're going to see there, we have two kinds of assessments. We have some that are shorter, just 10. This will take you about three minutes, most of you, to complete. You're going to go kind of see where you are in the process of the different areas of the assessment. And then we have a special gift for you um, that'll come back. I think what we're going to do is put something jazzy in there that's related to sales. We've got a really cool um, uh, gift that's really around uh, it's the nine surprising sales boosters, nine things that you can do for sales. So we'll put that in the uh, in the autoresponder. So that's your first gift. But just be really mindful. I oftentimes I'll tell people to experience the assessment on two sides. Mm. One, use this as an opportunity to see where you are. You know, in all different areas, everything that's on that assessment are areas. If you want that, you want, you're looking for multi multi six figures to seven figures is what people are going for, right? Yep. So those are pieces that have to be in place, so that'll just give you a, a sense of of where you are. The second thing is just imagine like how cool would it be if you had something so well designed that expressed your offer, your your client path, and how would that impact how you sell? So. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Extremely generous. And I appreciate that. And I encourage everybody to go check it out. Um, Thanks so much for joining us and make sure you guys, you you check it out again and I'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye.